Childhood Discussion, where we have conscious conversations about early care and education topics with early childhood champions. This podcast comes to you from the Grow New Jersey Kids Technical Assistance Center North, part of the Central Jersey Family Healthcare Consortium. Today, we are joined by Jen Cortez, the Assistant Director of the Early Childhood Leadership Institute at Rowan University Center for Access, Success, and Equity, as well as the Program Coordinator, Certificate of Graduate Studies in Early Childhood Coaching and Technical Assistance. Today, we're going to focus our conversation on Rowan's Early Childhood Coaching and Technical Assistance Certificate Program. Jen, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm Lori Harji, Special Projects Manager of the Grow New Jersey Kids Technical Assistance Center North, and I'm joined by Stephanie Boyson. Stephanie, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, good morning. My name is Stephanie Boyson. I am a Senior Technical Assistance Specialist for Grow NJ Kids North. Happy to be here. And Jen, Stephanie, I are so excited to talk with you this morning and just looking at and reading your titles makes us weary. We know you're one really busy lady um, and you are a master at multitasking because you have a lot of roles to, re, you know, to fill at Rowan in serving the early childhood community. So um, my guess is that one way that you might have learned to be um, an amazing multitasker is um, sometime in your career as an early childhood educator, because I know many of us have started um, by working with young children. And when you're working with young children, you just have to learn how to do so many things simultaneously. Um, can you share with us your professional journey? Um, and what path did you take to get to the place where you are now? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Multitasking definitely, um as I'll share in a few moments, being a family child care provider, if you don't learn multitasking as a provider, then I don't know when you're going to learn it. <laughs> but that has definitely uh, served me served me well. Um, I actually started out, I went to college for elementary ed right out of high school for a couple of years. And um, unfortunately, didn't finish for multiple reasons and ended up leaving the Midwest, which is where I'm from, um, to the East Coast where um, I took a job as a nanny. So I've always had a love for children, always had a love um, for teaching and act and learning for myself, that, that lifelong learning. And when our first daughter was born, um, she was in a family childcare home. I put her in a family childcare home for the first year. And then when our second daughter came 13 months later, um, putting two, young young children babies in family child care my um my job at the time was in banking and i we just couldn't do it so i thought you know what let me just do this i can do what the family child care provider was doing and so i learned as much as i could which at the time was not much um it was a lot of training as we know back in the day um, that was center-based and you kind of had to figure out how it applied to you um and i did that for 14 years and I really grew professionally, both in skills and mindsets over those 14 years. Um, I started to go back to school to finish my elementary ed degree with the goal to finally be a teacher, right? So um, not seeing that I already was becoming one. Um, and a lot of that was reinforced and, and by no ill will, but family and friends 
who were like, yeah, yeah, just but, you know, do the daycare for now, you can stay home with your kids, and then you can be a teacher. So that was kind of reinforced, right? And, and that's how it was seen back in the day. This was in the 90s. So it was kind of your glorified babysitter at the time. And um, now looking back, I can see there were a lot of pivotal moments or, or transformative learning um, moments that really transformed me as a professional. Um, they caused shifts in my thinking and, and shifts that ultimately paved my pathway and continue to do so, right? Um, so about 10 years into my family childcare career, I vividly remember a parent-teacher conference I had with one of the parents who happened to be a kindergarten teacher himself. And um, I was going over his child's progress and the different areas and he and I said, I'm not, I'm not a teacher, but this is what I'm seeing. You know, this, this is, you know, these are, and I had all the evaluations. I had samples, child samples. And he looked at me and he said, you are a teacher. You, you are doing exactly what we do. And just, you're doing it with younger children and you're doing it in your home. Same, you're doing the same thing. And um, at that time, I was also in a pilot for our state's quality rating and improvement system, the QIS and it was launching and a couple years after starting that i was the first family child care provider to be awarded our star five which was the highest level at that time and i was nominated and a um and won the governor's award for excellence in early childhood which was a nomination from parents then then and you know there were like um several throughout the state and it was it was those recognitions at the state level as well as validation from families that I needed, I needed that to begin to see myself as a teacher and as a professional and the career that I had created, I, I had a career, you know, and I always say this, no one that I'm aware of says, when I grow up, I want to be a family child care provider. They don't. It's I want to be a teacher, right? But we don't, we don't think about those as could be one of the same. And so a few, few years later, I was ready to start my student teaching to finish my degree in elementary ed. And I couldn't because I, that meant that I would have to be put in a placement with in a center-based or in an elementary ed classroom at the time, it was an elementary classroom. And the empowerment that I got from those previous experiences um, of really allowed me to articulate my worth as a teacher and articulate my program and the quality practices that I was doing um, and so um, I did that to the department chair. And to this day, I'm internally grateful to him because he, he allowed me to do my student teaching in my home. Um, and that was, that was huge for me. Um, and so being able to do that, I really wanted to, so I, I ended up changing my major to um, early care and education and then was able to do it in, in my home. And so I wanted to, help other providers have that same empowerment, right? Those, those same experiences. And so I became a TA and coach within the same QRIS that I was a family provider with. Um, so during that time, I had opportunity to work with um, several family child care providers across the state um, to improve their program quality and also their professional growth. And I'd have to say that's another pivotal moment for me. And it was very humbling because I, um, was working with some, I met some of the most strongest um, caring women I'd ever met in my life. Um, most of which had a lot less resources and support than I had had. Um, 
but that did not waver their their focus and their determination to provide the best learning experiences they could for those children. Um, actually, three of them were part of a longitudinal study I had done over a three-year period while I was I was getting my master's degree, and so it was focusing on provider self-efficacy. And so that that became that was another like bend in the road for me in my journey, and has become um, a big focus of mine is that that self-efficacy. And so I moved into a supervisor role and, so, and began to see this need for the intermediaries, like so the coaches and the TAs, um, you know, who, who's giving them those opportunities to have those moments as well, to feel empowered and to feel, you know, have um, their self-efficacy strengthened and so that they can go and, and do that job to, to um, offer that to providers as well. And um, so that led me to Rowan. And I am so privileged to be able to um, do what I love and see the same ex um, empowering experiences for, for them. Wow, Jen, thank you so much for that story. That's very moving. And I, I wanna highlight all those monumental relationships that you spoke of. I think that's so important in education to have someone or people to kind of be in your corner and validate what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um, looking back as an early educator, early, early years in this process, what were your goals then compared to where you are now? Because it seems like you kind of went, like you said, all different bends and turns. What were your early goals? And then compare that to where you are now, or do they align? Do they, are they a little separate? What does it look like for you? Oh, good question. Perfectly, and to be perfectly honest, early on, it was just to be able to be with my kids, and, but be able to be with kids and, and pretend teach almost. Like I felt like, and I think that realizing the impact that I could have and how important I actually was changed my goals. Um, and I have to say, I probably, I didn't know what I was doing. You don't know what you don't know. But the moment you do, so really when I started going back to school and taking those method courses, right, and start taking those courses that I started learning about um, how children learn and standards and the reasons behind behavior, all those types of things, um, was just really enlightening. And that's when things started to change that um, I wanted, I, I liked that age group. And I think the other thing was to, so when I got my degree, I still wanted, I thought, okay, I'm gonna do kindergarten, right? I'm gonna teach kindergarten because I would have the, the early childhood degree. And do you know, I told everyone, all my parents in, in the spring to let them know by fall, I was going to be teaching. I was gonna go into, I thought it was time. And I could not get a teaching um, placement because I did not have special ed endorsement. So I was left with what, what do I do? And so, it turned out that I ended up having the childcare program for three more years where I just took care of teacher's children. I had that kindergarten teacher who told all his, all his colleagues about me. And so it was great because I had the summers off for the most part, but I was still able to do that. And, and um, so I think that for me, not being able to do the student teaching thing too, was huge because I think how many people get to that point and family childcare 
I am just such an advocate for because of the unique environment that it allows children to learn from other older children and the older children to learn about empathy and compassion. And so to not have a placement specific for that environment um, is, is a real, um, I, I think, lost opportunity. And so um, that is still a, a goal of mine. It's just, you know, the systems were not in the place yet to do that. Although with the QRIS, we are, we do now have a, play, a way to show quality. So I think we're onto a right path. Yeah, and just to stick on the family child care aspect for just another minute, I, my son also is in a family child care and trying to explain to someone what that looks like, whose child has always been in a child care center or has always been in a school, public school, it's hard to, so they're like, oh, so she's babysitting. I'm like, no, she's monitored. She's, she's certified. She has, you know, trying to kind of be their advocate because there's a whole population of educators and I'll call them educators because they are, that um, they're being unrecognized because it's not in a building or a center or in a classroom setting, but they very much teach children and they very much are educators and are professionals. So um, I, as well as an ad, am an advocate and I think we can continue that that path moving forward. And I think Groenja Kids and Eckley and Rowan are doing just that. They're truly recognizing them as professionals as well as educators in childcare centers as well. So thanks for that, Jen. Yeah, thank you, Jen. I, um, I love the way that you bring such a unique perspective to our work. Um, having spent, um, I think you, you know, all those years as a family childcare provider and gotten a chance to really hone your craft. And then not only done that, but then also serving in the role of coaching other family childcare providers. So really developing this deep, deep understanding of all of the beauty and all of the challenges that family childcare providers face and that you can bring that forth to Rowan. Um, I love the way that Rowan has really embraced the opportunity to serve all of us um, in New Jersey's quality rating improvement system by providing some really unique opportunities to grow as professionals because we're looking at this, this new situation of all of these um, opportunities to, for us to work together as a team to enhance quality and amplify quality and help learn more about in, in, it, in every aspect and in, in every, um, every different area. Can you talk a little bit about how Rowan has gone forth and you know, supported our, our work in the quality rating improvement system and especially about that graduate program that you have available? Absolutely. Um, so as, as you know, in the past two years, we have shifted from um, some of our training was in person and others was virtual. And so we've had to go to 100% virtual. And one thing that um, I think that we have realized and, and while you know we knew this and, and this is a, a topic that, that is embedded within all the training that we do is that, that um, importance of relationships, trusting strong relationships. And I think if anything, um, these past few years have shown us that um, while we may not be able to be in person or, or have these um, unprecedented times, we're still able to provide support um, for the coaches to the programs and for uh, us to the coaches and TAs and, and other leaders through virtual means because of those, those relationships, those established relationships. Um, so I think that that has been a, a big key 
is, ha is having those. Um, you know, and also flexibility, the, the flexibility to be able to um, pivot when needed. Um, you know, the, the needs have changed, right? They continue to change um, often. And so staying on top of that and really listening to participants and, and um, meeting those needs, I think has also been critical. Um, the COGS, I, I'm so excited um, that we have rolled that out. And that was actually created as part of the work with Eckley, with the Institute. Um, so the Institute was created in 2016 by co-directors, um, Dr. Zainab Erkan and Dr. Kelly Perkins. And it was really created as a pathway in PD for leadership um, in offering a formal credit bearing um, training for TAs, coaches, mentors, as well as other leadership roles. So, um, you know, master teachers, kindergarten teachers, directors, center directors, um, home visitors, supervisors, consultants, anyone who, who wants to build capacity as a leader in guiding quality improvement um, in programs, in early child programs, and supporting families, too. We have a family engagement specialist now, all, all types. Um, and so it really complements um, kind of where we are. You know, one of the um, it really provides this comprehensive curriculum. So um, it, it encompasses theory, policy, and, and research, which we know is, is foundational. Um, provides practical knowledge in early childhood and TA and leadership. Um, we look at critical perspectives in coaching, um, which we know is so important. And there's knowledge and skills, skill base that's really critical to guiding quality improvement and, and then advocating also for early childhood communities um, at, in like a larger context. And especially like the access and equity is a, is a big topic right now. And, and um, so that is, is one area implementation science kind of st staying on the cutting edge of, of what is needed for systems. So I, I really love that it offers a very wide, um, topics that that really um su support a ta overall so you spoke about the kind of unique um group of diverse people in the program has there been kind of a, an underlying theme or topic that you guys have been focusing on or something that that has been i guess unique to the people that are in the program that has been talked about over the past couple semesters Um, well, the, the COGS is just kind of getting rolling. So not, maybe not so much in, in the COGS. I know within our um, work within the Institute that kind of parallels that each year we kind of have a, a theme that our, our PD um, relates to based on where we are and how things change. And um, this past year or two has really looked around daring to stretch and, and you know, um, providing TA with creativity and, in, and intention. And so um, I think that with the COGS, you know, um, you start a program in the pandemic, it's kind of hard sometimes to, to get the ball rolling, but um, they're able to have practical, like actual experiences in coaching with the instructor, which I think is, is unique. I, I think that is something that doesn't really happen and peer coaching amongst themselves with even with it being 100% online, which again shows that you can do these types of things virtually. 
right? Which is where I think we need to, to really be thinking about even after the pandemic completely, um, whether it ever will completely go away, need to be thinking about other ways to, to be able to do this. Oh, I love that, Jen, um, that, that whole idea of daring to stretch. And I think Rowan has, um, has helped um, all of us in New Jersey's Grow New Jersey Kids program really dare to stretch. And I think about, you know, when you were telling your story about recognizing the need for, for coaching support and, and mentoring and opportunities for people to engage in professional development that supports them where they are, um, helping them to see their strengths and helping them to take that next step. Um, I love the opportunity that Rowan offers to provide people in diverse roles, the um, chance to come together and learn together and learn from each other. And I love what I'm hearing about the, their certificate of uh, graduate study that, that you have available. Um, also thinking about its remote aspect, which really allows everyone to, you know, to partake of that and the uniqueness of the program, you know, within the, within the state of, of New Jersey. Um, what, what is your, you know, your, your favorite thing as you're thinking about this program, what would you say is the thing that you are most excited about that you envision people are going to really come away with as they, you know, got the chance to move through this program? I think it's just the fact that this is program is, is one of a few of its kind. So, um, you know, offering that credit bearing um, certificate program and postgraduate is very, very few. I know when I was going for my master's, um, there were a, a couple, some some institutions, there isn't even a master's in early childhood, it's elementary or uh, you know educational leadership for like su superintendents or principals. So the fact that this is not only um, early childhood, but specific to coaching and technical assistance, I think makes it, that's what I'm most excited about. I wish there was something like that when I was going through, I would have taken this in a heartbeat. And, I love that it's not just about the coaching aspect, but really um, provides practical knowledge around those theories, you know, and, and helps us take a step back. I know sometimes when we're in the role of a coach or TA or whatever leadership role you're in, it's easy to have blinders um, to what else is going on that affects the system um, because you're in it, right? You're, you're in the weeds in that field. And so, I love that this provides um, perspectives and, and helps us look at things from different lenses that um, really broadens our perspectives, um, you know, around those, those critical perspectives that affects coaching and, and really challenges to think, okay, this is a theory, but what are other things going on in the real world that impact that theory? You know, those types of things. And so I think it will make us um, better professionals because of it. And speaking a little before, you mentioned flexibility, being able to pivot. I feel like those two words are just key for early childhood in general. Um, but you take, you know, being a part of a pandemic and a part of a system that was just rolling out. How was that process for you um, and even your family through this whole process? Um, how are you able to shift your activities um, personally and professionally um, and speak a little bit about, did you get a pandemic puppy? 
Oh yes, our pandemic puppy. We did. Um, <laughs> he is definitely the product of my husband and I both working solely from home for two years. <laughs> he um, he doesn't leave our side. He has anxiety when we leave. So he he definitely um, has gone through that with us. But we had another um, dog prior, and so it's been great that they've been able to have a playmate. Um, I have to say that we were very blessed. Um, we um, and our immediate family did not really experience any tragedy per se, um, you know, but we just experienced the stress everybody um, has been experiencing with that uncertainty, you know, of, of not knowing what's what's happening and, and supporting others who have gone through um, some really terrible times. So um, I, I think for, I do miss, while the virtual is great, I do miss. Um, I'm a very, I, that's one thing I've learned about myself is um, I, I am big on, um, David Rock has a scarf model, the scarf model and it has different triggers, right, D domains. And one of them is relatedness and I score very high on that. So I, I am big on relatedness. So being able to see somebody and, and their body language and get the energy from them, um, I do miss that part. Um, but we have found ways, you know, having more reflective sessions, having more communities of practice that are on specific topics that help people really brainstorm and pulling people. The good thing is that that's allowed us to bring people from across the state together in different cross roles. Um, so like you said, people that are in different roles, having slightly different um, jobs and different goals, but ultimately it's all about quality improvement. We're all working toward the same, the same goal, common goal. Um, and so that has been empowering to be able to see that, which will really um, support the system. Yeah, and I, and I felt too, even with the, the distance, you know, being six feet apart, et cetera, I do feel like it brought people closer together, ironically. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I think if anything, I, I value my relationships more. Um, I find myself, you know, if I, this is kind of silly, but if I get invited to, to someone's house or I get asked to go to an event with people, I truly am thankful. And like, thank you so much for inviting me or thanks for thinking of me, which I probably wouldn't have thought twice about that before, but I do, I am more aware of it now. I, I love that. Um that idea of, of relatedness and relationships and, and how those relationships are so um, central to, I think, our ability to, to get through this pandemic together, even though we're physically separated. And I'm thinking especially about um, childcare center directors, because we work with so many of them at the Technical Assistance Center. And I'm just thinking about this certificate of, um, you know, graduate study allowing them to um, really dive into those relationships that they have with their staff in a new supportive way by getting additional knowledge about providing coaching. Because we come in at the Technical Assistance Center, like as outsiders coming in to work with programs and help with coaching, but it's a really different situation when you are you know, both the supervisor and the coach. And so I love that your program will allow early childhood leaders in every different area, including childcare center directors to come together 
you know, virtually learn this information no matter where they are, and then take that into their, their program. So it allows them to gain um, more, you know, supportive knowledge on, you know, on being a coach. Um, if people are interested in finding out more about participating in this program that you have available, what are some ways that they can connect with you? Because I think as um, people hear more about it, there's going to be a lot of growth and excitement because it, it provides busy professionals the opportunity to continue growing in a very unique way, specifically geared, as you said, coaching and the early childhood combined together, offered right here by one of our you know, state universities, but virtually, so it's accessible. Absolutely. If um, anyone's interested, they can, there's a multiple ways. So one is even typing in Rowan um, Certificate of Graduate Studies in Early Childhood Technical Assistance, Coaching and Technical Assistance. The first option you can click on that, and that takes you right to Rowan Global's, our, our program page. Um, people can learn more about the program. They can learn the requirements for applying. They can uh, read about the course descriptions um, and then actually even apply if they want right there. Um, our website, our institute website, ECLE, www.ecleynj.org. We have information as well on there about our COGS. Um, people can email me directly. There's all different ways. And we also are having, um, if they go to our website, there's going to be um, a page there sharing a Zoom link and dates that we're going to have some information sessions in April that people can just hop on and ask any particular question that they may have. Um, so, you know, that's available as well. I think um, you're right, Lori, in, in that, um, you know, thinking about center directors, um, the fact that it's online, there's, it's asynchronous. So you, you take, you, um, there's not really anything too much except maybe just for like the coaching the one that you would do with a peer or with your coach, everything else you do on your at your own time. So it, it really lends itself to that. Um, they we are running them. We are running two of the five courses each semester, um, and they're running in blocks. So the first seven weeks would be one, and the other seven weeks would be the other. And I actually did my masters like that, and I loved it because I didn't have to take two at one time. You're still taking one, even though they're concentrated. You're only taking one, which is kind of nice. Um, so that really allows folks to complete them in as soon as 12 to 18 months, or if you need one, one a semester or, you know, however, um, whatever meets your schedule, and they can be taken in any order. Um, and you can even take, say you really want one on policy and research, or you really want the one on coaching, they can be taken as a single course. So you don't have to matriculate, which is great, um, and, and um, supports professionals that way as well. So, Janice, someone like myself who's who's been in the process since the beginning, right, with Eckley um, as a TA and then now as a supervisor, I just want to say I, I, I've always felt really supported by you um, and Eckley. I always felt understood because, you know, we all have different occupations previous to being a TA. It seems like we are a very diverse group of men and women. Um, and I just want to say thank you for um, all the small groups and the one-on-ones we've had where 
Um, I feel like it enriches our roles as TAs and as partners with directors and family child care providers. It gives us a new perspective on how to approach them and also their work. And I just, I think this is a fantastic partnership that uh, will continue hopefully for a long time. And we get to continue to coach these TAs and, and individuals to help directors all over the state and hopefully all over the country. So that's just my thank you for for everything you've done, all your hard work with uh, with Eckley and Rowan, and yeah, just a big old thank you. Oh, thanks so much, Stephanie. We we totally are we're very happy that we're able to provide that service and and learn from you all too, right? We're we're always still learning and growing ourselves. So thank you for that. Yeah, I just want to uh, echo what Stephanie said. I think um, Rowan has been just amazing in providing opportunities back 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 in the day when we were able to meet in person which seems at this point like a decade ago it's it's so funny somebody asked me something recently you know when did that occur and i said well it was during the pandemic but the pandemic time is different i don't know if it was a month ago i don't know if it was a year ago so it seems like forever since we were together in person but i think rowan has been amazing at providing these virtual opportunities for us to still get together. You have brought, you know, speakers in from across the country who we would not have been able to connect with if we were meeting in, you know, New Brunswick or Trenton or, um, so that has just, just been absolutely um, amazing. I think it's just been so, so helpful. I'm really excited about all of the people who are going to be able to take advantage of this um, certificate of graduate study that uh, you know Eckley is offering, and um, it's Early Childhood Leadership Institute, right? That's the Eckley part. I, 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 there's so many. We used to call it alphabet soup, you know, so many acronyms and letters in our field. So I want to make sure that we're highlighting it, like Early Childhood Leadership Institute, ECLI. Um, is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know about that Certificate of Advanced Graduate Study or um, anything you'd like um, to talk about in terms of the things that Rowan, you know, Rowan is doing and um, exciting plans and projects moving forward? I just, there, you have just been innovators in, at the uh, Eckley. Thanks. I think I got so carried away talking earlier. <laughs> share most of what I wanted about the program. Um, I will say um, that, you know, we are always thinking um, ahead um, of ways that we can uh, ourselves um, provide content. We always do continuous quality improvement ourselves. And I think that's one thing that I love most about the team that we have at, at Eckley is that um, we really, really, really try to practice what we preach. So, um, you know, how can we make things better? And, um, you know, one thing that I have found is that in all my years prior to coming to Rowan, we had had training and you, you have trainings, but I had never participated in any kind of reflective sessions or any kind of community practice that continued. Um, and I've realized how important those components are as part of, as embedded, not just a one-time thing, but embedded as part of the um, professional development programs that people attend because 
you know, you walk away from a training with so much in your mind and then how do you implement that? And then you start and you have that implementation dip where you think, oh, I was so excited. I thought this was going to be great. And now I'm running into this, the realities and the barriers. I'm like, oh, wow, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. And what if this happens? What if that happens? And have the opportunity to not only reflect on it, but to reflect on it with peers who may have other ideas. Is, um, Great. So, you know, we're always looking for ways to do that, ways to um, promote insight. And so we will continue to do that. And, um, you know, we're, we're uh, looking forward to other opportunities, other guest speakers, as you talked about, the virtual workshops as, as we um, identify topics that come up that are of need. So we just had one um, I think a month or two ago on technology in early childhood. So that was very timely and provided staff with some, um, you know, beginning, intermediate and advanced options that they can utilize as they're doing these online um, TA supports. Wow, Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful for your partnership and um, your encouragement and encouraging of the early childhood professionals who want to enhance their skill set in the early childhood coaching and technical assistance and to explore what Rowan University has to offer. So we truly appreciate your time today and um, we learned, I learned so much. What a great conversation.